0: In 2020, a group of high school film students weren't able to produce their usual projects due to the global pandemic. These students promptly pivoted to the J. Sarah Underground. Still wanted by the administration, they survived as podcasters of film. If there's a movie, there's a TV show. There's a film theory. This is the place to be. You're listening to PG Unscripted. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the PG Unscripted Movie Podcast. My name is Max Holes, and sitting above me is Haley Kirchhoff. How are you, Hello,
1: I'm doing wonderful. How are you today, Max? (sighs) I'm doing
0: great. It's a fine, fine morning, exactly. 8.46 a.m.
1: That's early. I actually don't want to be awake this (laughs) early, but Uh, we are forced to to do this podcast for all of you, so you should be thankful.
0: Yeah, be thankful.
1: So... What's new in the movie world today, Max?
0: Well, we have to my right the amazing Chase Berry, who is going to tell us about his segment. Let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. Let's just get.
2: Well, hello, everybody. My name is Chase, and my segment is obviously Cut to the Chase. So today we'll be talking about Fast and Furious 6, and Mm. I'll be doing a breakdown through all the cinematography and all the special effects and cool stuff that goes into their scenes.
1: Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast, The podcast,
2: Chase. Thank you.
1: So, what do you have for us today? So, Fast and Furious number six. Six. There's six of them.
2: Well, there's (laughs) definitely more than six. There's nine of them. Why do
1: they just keep making them? Is it like Sharknado or something? Money.
2: Money. Oh, yeah. They're making. Have you ever
1: been to the Universal Studio tour where you kind of go through the whole Fast and Furious thing? That one's really fun. Yeah, Yeah, that's all you're talking about. Yeah, (coughs) I love that. So, what are you talking about? Not the movie itself, but the. Like yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna facts? be talking
2: about the Fast and Furious Six. I'm gonna be talking about a, a scene in the movie where they're on a they're on a tarmac of an airplane, um, or sorry, of an airport, and uh, they are actually trying to chase down a cargo plane from taking off, and uh, they're actually on a 25 mile long, um, airport strip that is massively long on purpose so that they can you know take it in necessarily like 10 takes instead of like. Re regrouping and having to go down like a two mile airstrip, so Mm -hmm. therefore they have much more time to film. So it's really cool.
1: So they filmed it on an actual, like in an actual airport.
2: Yeah, in an actual airport. I don't know the location, but
0: I know it's a 25 mile long airstrip.
1: Wow, that's very very long. Yes,
0: Uh, (coughs) that's. I definitely seen stuff from the uh, the newest Fast and Furious, Fast Furious Nine. It hasn't come out yet, but I do remember this trailer for the Super Bowl and they're doing a lot of cool stuff with the stunts i know they've actually got like this car on like this big crane and they actually like have flown it through kind of like this window it's it's all pretty <coughs> it's all pretty pretty done obviously but it's just it's it definitely shows that they're taking stunts to a newer level which i yeah. appreciate i oh think absolutely. probably
1: if you watched if you watched the first movie and then the latest movie you could probably see a really good difference in the technology that they use oh yeah definitely so how did they do that stunt with the plane?
2: So um, so actually, they made a massive CG plane. Uh, it was a Antovon 225 was the cargo plane. And uh, they actually like ran that on a track, obviously. But it wasn't the actual one. It was a green screen plane. And they had all the Fast and Furious members drive next to it. And they all had their own separate action scene, right? And their main objective was to you know prevent this plane from taking off so they all had grappling hooks that they would shoot into the plane to prevent <laughs> the plane from taking off and of course put the car in reverse which we all know you know that sounds Hollywood like the right guyest there. movie the most guyest movie ever it was yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah so i mean there's guys flying out of their cars you know trying to stop this there's guys doing all these crazy stunts so they put a lot of time and effort into it but uh yeah
1: is it the biggest kind of like scene action scene in the movie or is there another one that's bigger than that
2: so this one came out in 2013 so this was probably one of the biggest stunts of that time but currently i think the the holder right now was uh fast and Furious. i believe it was seven where they jumped a car through two sky skyscrapers and they they actually made like two skyscrapers in a set and they actually did shoot a car through two skyscrapers so that one didn't have too much cg in it i feel
1: like they just sit down at a table and they're like Hmm. What are we going to blow up today? (laughs) What are we going to shoot down today? And, I mean, they just come up with the craziest things. And did you say, Max, there's another one coming out
0: soon? Yeah, Fast and Furious 9. I haven't seen too many stunts from that, but John Cena is in it. So, I was waiting. You you have kind of, like, you have the three of them. You got got Vin Diesel, you got The Rock, and now you have John Cena. Mm -hmm. So, you have the guys... Fast and Furious Night is going to be the guy's movie ever, I swear.
1: I feel like, well, are all the the WWE players just becoming actors yeah. now? Yeah, it's Dwayne like when Johnson. They, yeah, yep. like when they grow out of, like, I don't know what it's called. like Wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. wrestling yeah. If they don't want to do it anymore, they're just like, mm, I'm going to become an actor Let's now. Let's do
0: acting. Let's be in a movie where I, you know, I ride cars and I shoot guns. You know. Yep. <laughs> the, the I feel like that, that's...
1: All the movies that they're in, though, except Dwayne was in Moana. Oh yeah,
0: which he actually
1: movie. did pretty good in. I thought he that a, he's a a good singing
0: good. voice. He definitely has a good
1: yeah singing yeah. Voice. I liked I liked his voice in that. Is that your favorite stunt of all time?
2: It's one of mine, but I have to give it to Fast and Furious Seven, where they shoot the car through two skyscrapers. skyscrapers. But uh, this this stunt in Fast Six has got to be like the biggest overall, most intense stunt. For sure
1: does it go on for a really long time it's, in the movie
2: it's like a 20 minute scene oh wow it's very long Jeez. yes
1: that's incredible mm-hmm. would you rather have like a cool stunt scene in a movie or would you rather have like i guess a meaning like I'm, i i don't know what i'm trying to say like you know would you rather watch like an action movie or would you rather watch a movie that kind of has a deeper meaning that makes you think about it more? What's, what would you prefer?
2: It depends on what they're talking about. But honestly, I like both. But, I mean, right now, action sounds great. Everybody loves it. So I'd probably have to go with action because that's just what I like right now. But uh, if it is a meaning with a really good purpose and a deep meaning, you know, I'll have to
0: see what it's about. But I'd probably go with action.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Max?
0: Uh. I know, I like, I, I kind of go with action. I definitely go with action. At the moment, it's kind of my, my mood shifts times fr- from time to time. But now I'm feeling, I feel more like an action because I've seen a lot of thoughtful movies over the course of last year and, you know, these past months. So
1: I would action. disagree with both of you. I will always choose the thoughtful movie that makes you think and mm-hmm. makes you have emotions. Because, I don't know, I, I maybe that's just me, and I like that better than the action sequences, mm-hmm. but are the Fast and Furious movies, Chase, like your favorite movies for specifically action scenes, or do you, like, uh, are there other movies that have really good action sequences?
2: So I'd have to say they're definitely my favorite movies involving cars, because, I mean, all the way from Tokyo Drifting Up, they go through, like, many, many different cars and some insane chase scenes you don't see in any other movies,
0: so for, for directly car chase scenes, I have to give it to Fast and Furious. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So Chase, would you prefer a more like a one-take action sequence or a or cut-into-pieces action sequence? Ooh. I would
2: probably do cut-into-pieces so that you can get a little bit more of an idea of where, where you're shooting yeah. around some different views of that action.
0: Okay, that's interesting. So that's good.
1: Yeah, well, thank you, Chase, for thank you so much, chase. coming on the yeah, podcast and for getting right to the point. Or cutting to the chase.
0: Cutting to the chase.
1: We yep. loved having you here, and you'll be back. You'll be back with another action sequence you'll always soon. Be back.
0: Yep. Yeah. Never wants to leave. He never. <laughs> no, he I never don't. wants to leave
1: this table. This table is just too great. There's just me and Max are just on another level. We, we should get some
0: cloth in this table. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. it like a tablecloth. Nice. A tablecloth. That's <gasps> exactly what it's called.
1: Can we make a custom tablecloth with our faces on it?
0: Maybe? That would. That would be kind of be a bit terrifying, but.
1: Well, but you know. Uh, maybe It'll like a velvet it. tablecloth.
0: Velvet, ooh, that's nice. Like
1: like a rich tablecloth ooh. of rich people because we're so great and so powerful in the podcasting world.
0: I like that nice rich tablecloth. We'll put it on the onto the uh, old wish list, old to do list.
1: Yeah, the to do list mm-hmm. for Mister Salaka to do. Yeah, for Mister Salaka. This is to his budget. He's tablecloth. just we're just gonna be like, mm, we need a tablecloth now. <laughs> Why? Well, because we want to be fancy. We want to be fancy podcasters because. Our podcast is fancy, and and everyone that listens to it is pretty cool. They are cool people. Well, we just cut to the chase, and now we are going over to one of our lovely friends and colleagues, Sophia. Hello.
3: Well everybody's heard about the bird, 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 bird bird's a The bird's bird, hello everyone welcome Sophia how hello, are Sophia. you today I'm good how about you we
1: are oh. doing good for having to sit here and <laughs> make a podcast 855 in the morning yes oh now it's 855 <laughs> yeah
0: oh wow I, I love that. 9
3: that. am
1: I liked your theme song intro the birds yes I like it yeah, too, I like too. yeah I just wanted to jam out to it yeah so what does bird's eye view
3: mean? Tell so us, tell us, what are you talking about today? Today, I am talking about one of my favorite films of all time, Parasite, mm. and Ooh. the cinematography in it.
1: Parasite, that was the Oscar winner last year for anyone that doesn't Ooh. know. That and was really good. That's a very a good recommendation. Yes, if so you haven't
3: seen it, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why? If <laughs>
1: you aren't doing anything with your life, you need to go watch mm. Parasite.
3: Yes. What is it rated? It's rated R.
1: Okay, so some
3: people can watch it. Uh, it Technically, honest, I yeah. shouldn't even be watching it, but <laughs> But,
1: ow, oh, it's fine. We're, we're podcasters of uh, film. Yeah. We need to watch all the this films. Is, this is my job. So what's so cool about Parasite to you?
3: So today I'm going to be talking about the amazing cinematography in it. So the director, Bong Joon-ho, in my personal opinion, is one of the best directors of our generation. He's like, pretty good. He is amazing. And in Parasite, he really uh, shows off his uh, his mastery of the basics of film and through his cinematography. Like, The first thing you learn when you take a film class is, like, here's how to uh, sh- set up a shot, and like, here's what looks nice on screen. And so, in Parasite, um, what the first shot you see is uh, a, a shot of uh, a street, and it lowers onto the main character, Kiwu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, don't know the plot, so like, see. he is dirt poor. They live in a semi-basement. And it automatically t- shows you that, like, he is poor. He is below street level. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So don't tell. Oh, oh! That that's such a cool thing to like have that kind of symbolism. I guess I love when that happens in movies. Yes, and it gets better. Okay, <laughs>
3: I'm like trying not to get like super. She, excited. She's really giggity right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm very excited.
1: <laughs>
0: not <have> to scream.
3: <laughs> so, uh, and as the movie progresses, uh, so the next shot that I'll talk about is when he's going to the house to get the job. It the uh, The camera starts off looking down on him, and uh, then it automatically switches to uh, a shot behind him, and it follows him into the house to show as he's, like, rising in, like, rising in status, I should say.
1: Mm. So uh, there's different shots to show throughout the movie how
3: he's changing in status? Yeah, and it really conveys that theme of uh, class inequity, Mm -hmm. and how, and, like, it kind of shows – it, like, almost foreshadows the plot of the movie. Like, at spoilers, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I should have uh, – I should have said that, but, like, spoilers. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Parasite. Parasite. Uh, yeah, it kind of conveys that theme of uh, class inequity. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I just love it. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's a very similar
1: not similar, that's a very um well used theme in a lot of movies oh and yeah. books.
0: As yeah, yeah, yeah. long yeah. as you know uses that all the time. Like oh I don't yeah. know if, really? if you ever seen Snowpiercer, Oh Sophia. Yes. Have you seen Snowpiercer? Yes, I have. Oh, uh, it was so good. The ending was like throughout the whole movie I was kinda like, okay, this is this is an alright movie, but then the ending when you meet Wilbur, the main bad guy, it's it's just it just takes the cake off the whole yeah, thing. It's yeah. so good. It's and so he good. uses
3: that motif in, uh, in Snowpiercer as well. But mm-hmm. it, instead of yeah. up and down, it's left to right. Yeah, so yeah, as yeah, yeah, they yeah. progress wow, mm-hmm. towards the front of the train. It, mm-hmm.
1: just, it just blows my mind how people can think of these things sometimes. And when you read or, like, for everyone listening right now, when they hear about that and they watch the movie, they're going to go, oh, and kind of have yeah. that, like, mind-blowing moment. And I feel like that's what's so special about film, and that's why I love it so much is because – Everything, well, I guess all the movies that I like to watch have such a deeper meaning to everything, and there's, like, a reason why a director chooses each shot. It's not because, oh, I think this is going to look good. Like, I think that a good director should always think, why are we going from this angle? Mm -hmm. You know, what are the characters thinking in this moment? How can we, you know make the shot look good and make it make sense. And like Max said earlier, show, don't tell. And I remember one yeah. of the very first things we learned in film one when we took that class was the um, angles. I'm trying to explain it because, you know, everyone's listening. It's like yeah. you put um, – it's like an above angle looking down on somebody. That's one. And then you put the camera below looking up. And if they're of a higher status, you would put the camera looking – Um, below them, looking up at them, because you're, like, looking up at them higher status, and if they're below status, or if they're below somebody, then that person's looking down on them, you would put the camera higher than them looking down, and uh, people watching in the movie theater who maybe haven't taken a film class may not notice those types of things, and they may not notice what you shared about Parasite, but I feel like it's so special for film students to be able to get to learn about that, and for people interested in film in general, too you know, look those things up and realize and have that moment of, like, realization like, wow, that had such a deeper meaning than just one simple shot.
3: Yeah, it definitely gives you a deeper appreciation for the film. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, it's not just this, like, surface level, wow, that looks pretty. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. this, like, oh, this connects to a theme or it connects to a motif or something. Yeah.
0: yeah you want to make everything visually appealing. Well, the way I think of it is that you want to make everything connect in the context of that scene. You know, when you're having a character just eating chicken, you kind of want to make him... I- if, if, like, for example, a character's eating chicken, he's arguing with his, his friend at a table, you kind of want to eat... You kind of want to have the motion of him eating the chicken kind of symbolic, almost, to the argument so that everything just connects, and it makes it such... makes it much more of, like, a... Just more visually appealing. Yeah. Because you'll be thinking about it, thinking about the argument they're having, and then you can kind of relate to it. Oh, he ate the... Ch- oh, when he lost the argument, he kind of put the chicken down, or... They yeah. were arguing about which mm-hmm. uh, the ch- if the chicken's good or bad, and then when he lost the argument, he just kept eating the chicken. I think that just makes Ooh. everything much more better, and that's why yeah. I yeah, it's love connecting.
1: Just kind of small symbolism things. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. does the movie take place, and where's the director from again?
3: Uh, Seoul, Korea. Oh, cool. Korea.
1: That's awesome. I yeah. love, and we've got another student going to be talking about foreign films sometime soon, uh, so yeah. that's really awesome. I think... We have to have a deeper appreciation for foreign yeah. films and mm-hmm. kind of bring them into our culture yeah. to be able to learn about other places in the world. It's really special. Yeah. And English
3: language films doesn't necessarily like mean, like, it's the best. Like, yeah. There are yeah. such amazing films that are foreign language. Ugh. Sophia's geeking out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, like, I love Parasite mm-hmm. so much. Like, if you haven't watched it, like, genuinely, like, go watch, go watch it. It, it yeah. is masterpiece. Love it.
1: Well, thank you, Sophia, thank for you very much, Sophia. being thank you for on today. Me. Of course, and everyone needs to go watch Parasite now. Exactly. Mm, do it now. Yes. We, every film that we talk about should probably be good because if it's not good, then we shouldn't be talking about it unless it's Max's segment.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's. <laughs> Welcome everybody to It's So Good It's Bad. I'm your host Max Ols and this is Haley Kirchhoff.
1: Don't forget about me. I, w- I've I been did here not the forget about time. you. You have
0: been here the whole time, but now we're shifting gears a little. We're okay. focusing more on me.
1: Oh, so rude. Okay. What
0: What you're probably asking is Max, what have you wrote me into today? Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to be discussing the bad movie Birdemic. Now, have you ever heard of this movie, Haley? I'm guessing not.
1: I don't think I've. Of- ever ever heard or seen this movie good is that a good thing
0: that's that's a that's a good and bad thing because oh, okay. it's a good thing that you haven't wasted your time on it but also mm-hmm. if you were to watch it you would love it cuz it's it's so bad it's good wow so this movie it takes it doesn't even take inspiration it just copies off of alfred hitchcock's i forgot the name of the movie it's like the birds here comes the birds it's basically about global warming when humans you know they throw they don't recycle they they just mess up the environment and so the birds come and attack the humans. But Alfred Hitchcock does it a lot better than in this movie. Obviously. So we start out with uh I, I honestly I already forgot the main character's names. I forgot all the characters' names, but let's just call him the main character. He is, I think he's like a stockbroker, and he he works in a he works in a stockbroking company, but A rule of thumb when watching bad movies, Haley, is that if there Mm. is aimless walking or aimless driving, you just know it's going to be bad. Like, for instance, (laughs) the birds don't
1: actually... Please do not. Oh, Oh gosh. Mr. Salaka, our (laughs) engineer, is horrible. Never do that again. We do not need those laughing sound effects. Uh, My laugh is good enough for everyone.
0: Uh, That's up to debate. But, you see...
1: (gasps) (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, getting on with the actual topic here. Getting on with the topic.
0: Yeah. So the birds don't actually attack in the movie until about like thirty minutes when about thirty minutes at the end of the movie. They should
1: have them attack right from the beginning. Exactly.
0: That's what I was thinking. That's just that's how you can tell. It's aimless walking and aimless driving. You see the main character walking to like like his job. You see him walking inside the house, and you see. His car, you see his car so many times. He drives like a Mustang. And my my theory is that this is actually the director's car and he just wanted to <laughs> show off his car to everyone <laughs> in the theater. That's what I was thinking, and I'm, I'm probably right. But Th- that's,
1: that's a good theory. I like it. Yeah,
0: he shows off his car so, so much. And the acting isn't even that good, really. But it's fun to watch because they're bad at <laughs> acting.
1: So it's bad, but why? Okay, so it's a bad movie, but why mm-hmm. do you consider it so bad that it's good it's
0: stupid it's, it's just, it's just a it stupid just makes funny. you laugh it just makes you laugh it really it really makes you laugh for instance the part that the movie really needed to hit home is the cgi and that is like the most under budget thing i wish i could show it to you i, I wish really do I could see it i wish you could see it the birds it's like a jpeg of like a bird <laughs> it's it's like a jpeg <laughs> everyone a needs to go
1: look that up Right yes, now, everyone needs to look it up it.
0: right now. And the scene where the birds actually attack has to be one of the funniest thing one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's all calm. You see like a bunch of like like grass, you see some like cars coming by. It's a very common plastic scene. And then right when it cuts, you just see like the, the JPEG birds just like swooping, just going over like a town, and then you see some some are just like like, like just like dive bombing. We're oh. just crashing into like gas stations and the gas stations are blowing up, <laughs> and the blow and the like the sound effect they use for blowing up is is probably it's probably a stock sound effect that they use, but like the picture that they use to see the explosion, it's it's like another it's another JPEG. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, so when did this movie come out?
0: Oh, uh, 2008, 2007. Oh, so it's pretty recent it's pretty compared recent, to yeah. the
1: original Alfred yeah, Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to go watch it. And you definitely are. That reminds me. Oh, wait. I was watching something with birds. Well, I feel like there's all the. Was, is it kind of like an apocalypse movie, but with birds? Kind of. I personally don't like birds. Do you like birds themselves? Like, I just get really creeped out by birds. And I so get I,
0: creeped out by pigeons. Pigeons. Pigeons, pigeons are just flying around. When you, like,
1: go to an outdoor restaurant and they're just, like, walking there, uh, and I'm just like, no. No sound effects. Engineer. <laughs> okay, wait. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again pigeons oh where <laughs> no no that was bad do it again pigeons <laughs> thank you there thank we you. go that was I like amazing that. well i'm going to have to go watch that movie and one question i have for you before okay. we before we wrap it up today max yeah is sophia was talking about how the director of Parasite was her favorite director. And I think that what's really cool about movies is if you like one movie, maybe you could look up that director and see what other movies they've made because yeah, of that's some gr- a great way to find movie recommendations. Who is your favorite director? Is it the director <sighs> of whatever this bird movie is called? It's
0: not. Oh. My favorite <sighs> who is my favorite director. That's a hard question that you just sprung up on me out of nowhere, It Haley. just popped up. It like just a popped up. What's
1: it called? Jack in the Box? No. Yeah. You know, those little things that you... And it goes, <laughs> boop! <laughs>
0: uh, I like Christopher Nolan a lot. You know, he made The Dark Knight. He mm-hmm. made Inception. Uh, I like th- The Dark Knight. like one of my Inception favorite movies Inception is ever. really, really good. Inception is very good. It's also confusing, but it's just... That's true. Entertaining, moving in general. Uh Steven Spielberg, yeah, he's a good director, but I feel like he's everyone's favorite, so he's I can't He's kind really
1: of like... Like, yes, he's a good director, but mm-hmm. he's kind of like the cop-out answer, I feel like. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I don't know any directors. Yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Martin Scorsese is also pretty good, too. He's a pretty yeah. good director.
1: My favorite... I have two favorites. My favorite for a really long time has been John Hughes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of older. I don't think he's come out with anything recently, but, I mean, I love all of his old 80s movies and then a newer one which i think she's kind of coming into the forefront here is Greta Gerwig mm. and she's writing and directing her own movies like she made Lady Bird which was an incredible movie Yeah, i heard it was really good. Um you should watch it, it was really good okay. and also she did the 2019 Little Women which was so much better than all of the other you know depictions of Little Women mm-hmm. in the movies cuz the characters just had so much more depth but yeah so those are some recommendations of directors mm-hmm. that you guys can kind of look up see what movies they've made and get some recommendations there unfortunately so i hear the our music time. it's
0: our send-off
1: no the all music right. all right well we'll see you all next week we got a new episode every friday on all the streaming platforms you can probably think of have a fantastic day <laughs>